Welcome to You Don't Know Beans, the podcast about coffee that asks whether or not you measure everything in terms of roast colors. I'm Dan. I will be your show producer for today and pretty much every day. <laughs> I'm Alia, and I can lick my own elbow. Well, top that, Melissa, I dare you. <laughs> I'm Melissa, and I'm speechless. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ladies, what have we got to drink this week? Today, we have French Royale by Tony's Coffee, which is billed as the darkest of darkest roasts. And their marketing on their packaging is thus. Sit back and get ready to indulge. This fair trade organic blend will have you feeling like royalty. A traditional French roast the profile is deep and round with an intensity of toasty flavor and a full, earthy, Indonesian-like finish. Excellent with milk. The notes are hearty, bittersweet, and full finish. And so, there you have it. So I think I want to just bring up again with the bean, the bean scale. It yes. seems like every coffee, no matter what, is the darkest of the beans. And to be fair, we did get the dark like roast bean we box. Did. Yes, we did. I mean, there is, I would also say the second to last bean or the second from the top bean would also be considered dark. So I'm curious if this is one is going to be dark or not, because we've had kind of a mixed bag with the other two coffees that we have reviewed. Yes. And I'm, I'm beginning to believe that what's classified as dark, medium, whatever is very relative. So it's a sliding scale. I, I think so. I but I think it really has more to do with with flavor. I think it's just how strong the flavor is. I think that's really what's going to determine it most of the time. Yeah. Because again, at face value, I mean they do look dark to me and they even have like a nice you know, oily slick on them. Yeah. I think these are the darkest ones we've had. I think so. When they grind up, they certainly look really dark. Um, one thing I am worried about is that it says excellent with milk, which makes me worry that it's not that it's going to be not so excellent once <laughs> without milk. <laughs> well, those French roasts do tend to pack a punch. So I we I mean, we can see I can get some milk out maybe and try it with that also. But I would like to try it straight first. OK, let's. I'm also wondering about Indonesian-like finish. <laughs> yeah. Okay. How, um, how do Indonesians finish, dare I ask? I, <laughs> I'm not going there, Dan. <laughs> yeah, kindly, we, we and everyone else listening appreciate that very much. Yeah. So I, I, I'm wondering if they're, if they're speaking about just coffee of Java. Um, Maybe. Or if they're or if they're talking maybe about Southeast Asian style coffees in general, in which case it's very, very bitter. <laughs> I mean, just that that's how it is in Thailand. That's how Thai coffee kind of is. It's just it's bitter and it was made to be drank with milk. So that, that's why I'm wondering if it's yeah. supposed to be excellent with milk. I, I typically don't like Indonesian type coffee just because it is too bitter. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, um, and it kind of tastes a... like burnt tobacco to me. Yeah, yeah, I see that. 
perfectly frank, Thai coffee is not exactly my favorite coffee. I actually much prefer Vietnamese coffee if I'm going to choose between the Southeast Asian blends. But it doesn't look to me actually as, quite as dark as Thai coffee or Vietnamese coffee. So, well, you know, we'll have to check it out. All right, let me get boiling here. What do you got? Do you have a weird news story for us today? Do Dan? I indeed? I have one that I have to give full credit to was found by Alia herself. And oh, this yes. is provided to us by Mashable Southeast Asia, which presumably means they got it from someplace else. And the title of this story is Groom's Mother Finds Out That Bride Is Her Long Lost Daughter on Wedding Day. This opens us up to some really interesting questions as to what sort of wedding this is going to be. In March of 2021, a wedding in, I hope I get this right, Suzhou, China, was turned into a family reunion when the mother of the groom discovered her soon-to-be daughter-in-law was actually her long-lost biological daughter. Dun-dun-dun! How does this happen? Well, in fact, news reports say that the groom's mother caught sight of a birthmark on the hand of the bride. Interesting. I don't know if they had not met before or it just happened to come to her attention. And it appeared very familiar to this mother of the groom who last saw it on her daughter many years before when they were separated. Interesting. So the mother of the groom goes to the bride's parents and say, Hey, did you adopt this girl? And the family were shocked because they never told the bride. This is a good, I think, a good Thai plot twist. Yes. Oh, yes. Th okay. This is so classic. So they so finally classic. admit that they literally found this girl by the roadside more than 20 years before and adopted her, which by itself is an amazing story. So yes. they confirm this. And it turns out that, yes, this was this, this mother of the groom's daughter. But, of course, we ask with a plot twist. Does this mean that her husband-to-be is her brother? Well, no, because the groom himself was also adopted. Wow. So bride and groom are not related at all, and the wedding proceeds as planned. So isn't that just beautiful though? It's a I mean, great, there's just such great a, story. There's such a like, you know, providence thing going on there. No question, no question about it. I mean, you know, th this woman has no mother-in-law because her mother-in-law is her mother, but this That's is That's a plus right there. I, I would think. That's true. <laughs> so, I, I mean, this is this is just one of those stories that would have to be invented if it weren't true, but it is true. So Alia, if you were going to modify this at all to really win whatever the Thai equivalent of the Oscars are, would you change anything about this story? Well, as I said, it's almost perfect as is, but if you wanted to make it into just the true essence of a Thai heart gripping story, the girl would have to grow up misunderstood and bullied by her peers because she was fat or something like that. And then through sheer grit and determination, she would transform herself and become like CEO of a major corporation and exact revenge on all of her childhood tormentors by not giving them jobs. 
I, 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 we've got a winner as far as I'm concerned. I, this should be submitted for Sundance immediately. I would watch it. <laughs> so if the coffee thing doesn't work out, maybe we can try movies next. There we go. There we go. We didn't get a smell test on this one. So Ali, I'll, I'll toss it back over to you. Any, any sense of, of interesting things coming out when you waft away? Well, I mean, obviously they all smell like coffee because, you know, it's a coffee show. One but, would hope. Um, <laughs> well, you know, sometimes. <laughs> this smells really good. Um, I got, you know, it's, definite, it, it's definitely got that earthiness to it, but I also got something like whiskey. Really? I got like a, yeah, I got like a whiskey top note there, which I'm kind of excited about. Hmm. Well, if That's all else fails, Irish coffee could be on the list for today. And now I'm brewing it. Okay, um, I'm going to get started here, too. So uh, my first, this, so this has, like, no crema on it. None? No. See if what happens when you brew it. It actually has kind of an oil slick on the oh, top. interesting. <laughs> Is that good? The ignorant? It's unappealing to look at, quite honestly. <laughs> Let's see. Well, I'm getting some crema. Oh, really? I didn't get it at all. I wonder if it was just the way I brewed it. But the oil slick is strong. (laughs) (laughs) I I live for that boing, boing, boing song every week, just so you know. (laughs) That that sound just speaks to my soul. (laughs) You know, I've, I've gotten some comments about about these podcasts, Dan. Uh huh. I mean, not a lot, but I've gotten them. And the overwhelming comment that I've received is that I know Dan is not a coffee drinker, but he must taste the coffee. <laughs> Interesting. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to have to order the box just to be able to say <laughs> So, so I yeah, will. I... I will be the the complete neophyte following in your <laughs> footsteps. Um. So I'm tasting this. I'm taking a, a first taste, and I do not like it at all. Oh no! Well, I have. Um, I've got it the is, crema here. It is very bitter. Very bitter. Well, let me see here. This definitely smells like Asia. I mean, it, it's my <laughs> my bad aunt. Way. No, no, no. Um, not my aunt, but uh, we, we all call we call each other auntie. So she's not really my aunt. She's more like a cousin. But uh, she owned a coffee shop in Thailand, um, in Bampong, where we lived. And um, it's it kind of smells like her coffee shop. So hold on a second. Let me take a sip. I see what you mean, Melissa. But you know what? I'm really enjoying this. Really? I, I, I had my doubts, but I'm really enjoying this. And it's because of this really coconutty top note that I'm tasting. I get a distinct coconut flavor. That that's what hits me first. Oh, interesting. And you're not picking that up at all, Melissa. Mm-mm. No, all I can all I can taste, like, see, last week's coffee, or I guess two weeks now, that coffee had like a spiciness to it, but it was a really good spiciness. This has a spiciness to it, which I guess might be that bittersweet, but it has that. Well, I mean, I guess it's that Indonesian-like finish. It just tastes like burnt tobacco to me. It's just like very, very (laughs) bitter. I I mean, to be fair, though, if it did maybe with some milk, I mean, it would be okay. Um, I'm not going to go down and get milk. (laughs) 
you know, I'll, I'll go, I'll, I'm really close to my kitchen. Let me go get some milk real quick. I, maybe with some milk, it would be different. But if I drank like a big, I mean, I'm going to drink the whole shot of it. And for, for a pound after all. Right. But if I was going to drink like a cup, not brewed as an espresso, say, just like brew it as a cup of coffee, um, I would definitely not drink it black. <laughs> so again, as a, an ignorant non-coffee drinker, are you normally a put some milk in your coffee? person or you prefer it without uh, i prefer it black usually okay so um, th this is not the choice then for that mm -mm. no it leaves a very it also has this very oily like uh texture that is like in my mouth it's actually pretty I, this is a like a no beans for me <laughs> <laughs> that is so strange that we're getting such vastly different i mean even from the brewing yeah, it's like just vastly different. I'm not averse to putting milk in my coffee at all, or even sugar. I'm like, I'm totally down with coffee drinks, but it has to be the right coffee, you know? Right. And the thing about putting milk in your coffee is that it makes it cold. It's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, unless you like steam it. it. But here I am having it with milk. I mean, it's okay with milk for guidance. I'm using oat milk because I'm one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't well, sound like it's improving things. Well, I'll try. I, I, I much preferred it hot. I, um, I think it would be better with condensed milk. I mean, if you're going to have an Asian coffee, you need to go whole hog and just do the condensed milk and, um, and the evaporated milk topper, you know? So you have like layers in right. your coffee. <laughs> right. yeah, I've you had have Vietnamese coffee like that before. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's good. I mean, it, yeah. it packs a punch, but it's good. All right. So on our rating scale, are we looking at uh, bring out the guillotine? It's time for the Republic on this French coffee. <laughs> or uh, perhaps we're at the uh, bourbon restoration and Napoleon has been sent off to a St. Helena. <laughs> Sorry, I'm oh. actually in the middle of a Bonaparte biography right now, so my brain's a little bit there. I was wondering when Napoleon would come into this. Uh, as quickly as possible, in my view. <laughs> um, French Royale. So are we... Okay, go ahead. I think we're going to have different opinions on this one. Uh, well, that's okay. I, I, I agree. Uh, my opinion is bring out the guillotine unfortunately with this one send napoleon away the emperor right. is dead the so. tumbrils are rolling <laughs> alia what's your take well i think you're being too hard on it i am just going to say let them eat cake it's <laughs> yeah no but cake is always <laughs> welcome i mean i like it it has some complexity to it which i appreciate and i like tasting kind of this tropical coconut in my coffee. That was a really nice surprise. I do understand how some people would be turned off by this though. It does have kind of a strong finish. It registers as kind of bitter, but it's not like robusta bitter. It's the bitterness of darkness. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's, you know, like every French existentialist novel, that's how it ends. 
<laughs> with this coffee. A pack of cigarettes, um, a bottle of red wine, and the uh, pointlessness of existence. I I actually liked it. It does smell like my my auntie's coffee shop in Thailand, and that brought back kind of memories. It did not taste like my auntie's coffee, <laughs> <laughs> though. Blessedly, um. <laughs> you can't have everything. So, so Melissa, take a look at the. Uh, Marketing snarketing. How do we rate the success of the description? Well, it says, we'll have you feeling like royalty. Uh, like I said, if you're going under the guillotine. Now, this is, of course, my opinion, but I don't really feel like there's any royalty here. Unless you're thinking of bitter, bitter royalty, I suppose. You know, <laughs> royal families sometimes have a lot of trouble. So Indeed, maybe. they can get bitter. There's a toasty flavor. To me, toasty is burnt marshmallow again, like our first coffee. <laughs> yes. <laughs> not, not used Marlboros. <laughs> In no. a full, earthy, Indonesian-like finish. I think that is true. Um, if we're going with that the Indonesian-like finish is like Indonesian coffees, I do think that that is true. Excellent with milk. I mean, we just heard Alia's uh, opinion about the milk. Maybe if we tried the condensed milk. That would be true. Um, hearty, bittersweet, and full finish. I mean, it definitely tastes like the darkest coffee we have tried so far. Definitely. Uh, I think it's just, in particular, I prefer dark roast, but in there's just something about this in particular that just is very bitter to me. That's like more than usual dark roast bitterness, which I prefer, but there's just something about this one. I don't know if it's the oily... I don't know. It might have just been the way I brewed it. Who knows? But that's my opinion on it. For me, bottom line is this is Camus in a cup. <laughs> Bitter oh, French existentialism with a light coconut intake. I'd say four out of five, right. but not for Melissa, probably. I would say one out of five for me. All right. So per Melissa... It's not good to be the king. <laughs> and Peralia, eh, you could do worse. Le roi et moi, as they say. So come back next week when we look at more coffee. You Don't Know Beans was written and produced by all of us. Melissa Davis, Dan Sokolo, and me, Alia Fleischer. Sound editing by Dan Sokolo and Alia Fleischer. Music this week was by Oi Maldonado. Special thanks to Beanbox and Tony's Coffee. You can download us now on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and other places you find your podcasts. To learn more about our show and the coffees we review, please come visit us on Instagram and Twitter at You Don't Know Beans. If you like us, please give us a thumbs up on Apple Podcasts and share with your friends. If you don't, it might be funny to share anyway. Thanks for listening and see you all next week.